Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, July 3rd, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes 30 Under 30, a.k.a. The second best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. the New York Times quoted at Tim Gettys. Let Tim host. Pleasure to be with you here today, Greg. It's a Pleasure Monday. to be here with you today. Or today to do. A, mon- a Monday morning, okay? Yes. It's a uh, Monday after a wedding that we were both at yeah. last night. Yeah. A Sunday wedding. Yeah. Which is scary. Yeah. And, you know, I could be feeling worse. I was wondering how you're feeling. Yeah. Because, of course, be, last be night, better. me and Jen... Irish goodbye. We're quietly leaving. And of course, Gia, your lovely fiance, saw mm-hmm. us and went, What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, We're leaving. Yeah. She's like, Are you really leaving yeah. right now? We're like, Yeah, yeah. why not? Yeah. It was really funny because after that happened, she walked up to me. She's like, I thought if I walked with them all the way to the door, they would change their minds. And they did it. And I was like, Oh, no. Places to go. People you know how see. it is. It's, oh, it's, yeah. it, it, for me, I love a good wedding. Mm-hmm. Congratulations to Alex and Caitlin, of course. Fantastic mm-hmm. time there. Of course, Woo! many people remember Alex from Up at Noon. They're popping up. That was yep. him. Yep. Um, a fantastic wedding. But I was having a conversation early in the night with 100 Pence, friend of the show. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about quality time. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? And I kept bringing up like E3 and SGF where I hate when I get into the auto. How was your show? When did you get in? Blah, blah, blah. Like same thing. What's the best thing you've seen? And when the dance floor opened, Jen and I danced to one song. I, of course, hate dancing. And I was like, I'm good. So this is no longer there for me. I'm driving home, so drinking's no longer there for me. And the music was throughout the entire thing, and I can't hear anybody mm. to begin with. So it's just like, what? And then Jen's like, I, I have a chance to see Ben if we leave. So I'm down. I'm like, oh, let's, 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 let's go. see Ben. You know what I mean? Before he's, uh, he's zonked or whatever. So yeah. I was like, yeah, this is a perfect time for us to go. Because we had a great time. Oh, yeah. We had hours of fun beforehand. Mm-hmm. How long did you stay? What time did you get out of there? Oh, we stayed until the end, until midnight, baby. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, you guys went home to see Ben. Yeah. Me and Hunter Pence at some point were handed with bubble guns. Yeah, that's and, trouble. And uh, we were bubbling. on that dance floor bubbling things up aplenty, having way too good. much of a blast. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, I was talking to, to the audience out there, letting them know that I went to a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater cover band. You did? I remember. And it was this, a yeah. ton of fun. Yeah. But I went way too hard yeah. jumping around. Yeah. And yeah, I, yeah, I still yeah. feel the reverberations of that in Oof. my body. Yeah, yeah, Weeks yeah. later, last night did not help that. No. I am. No. I have like a shake going through all of my muscles right now. But you know sure. what? It was worth it. Leave it all on the dance floor. You got to get, you, know, you got to get, you know, put it right next to Cool Greg's treadmill. Mm-hmm. Put in a DDR machine. I know. So you get those skills back. Then you'd be through it. Because yeah. what you're feeling right now, the reverberations are muscle soreness. Yes. Because the muscles did something. They, they, and then yeah. you put them back on ice for mm-hmm. three weeks. Then you do something. And then it'll be a month and a half. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. I'm, I'm not judging. Look at me. I'm a potato. I'm not here judging. I'm just letting you know. Oh, no, I, hey, you're right. You're yeah. right. Okay. I have a lot of weddings this summer, so I think that, that might just be the, yeah, I think I have like six. We got home uh, last night and ran into our neighbor, and she's a little bit older than us probably. Yeah, well, they have grown, grown kids, so she's older than us. I can say that, not offend her. Uh, and she was like, oh, you guys look so great. Was, yeah, we're coming back from wedding. She's like, oh, man, we haven't been to a wedding in forever, but my husband's coworker, he's getting work. I'm like, are we going? And she's excited about it. And I was like, 
oh yeah, I feel like I we were on the way there. What, like, what's the last wedding we went to? But COVID screwed all that yeah, up, so it doesn't up. even yeah. feel real of like how many it is. And I know we're we're on the track to more weddings this year, Alex, uh, Imran. Like, there's things happening out mm. there in the wedding landscape. But it is one of those like, oh man, I feel like I am maybe getting to the sunset of, or if I've already maybe even gone through it of the the dry spell of yeah. weddings, and then we'll see what happens. Yeah, they're everywhere, man. But it's gonna be a good time. How long have you been engaged now? Many years. Huh. Many, many years. Interesting. It's 2019. Well, that is interesting. Just like the fact that PlayStation Mobile's losing another executive, Psychonauts 3 isn't coming anytime soon, and everything else in the video game landscape. We'll cover all that and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show for free by writing into kindoffunny.com slash KFGD. Of course, there you can ask us your questions about the day's news. You can squat up, and you can just be part of the show. If you want to be even more of a part of the show, though, twitch.tv slash kind of funny games youtube.com slash kind of funny games you can watch us record the show just like guy v is lakers head in jgr if you're watching live you have a special job go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and listening on podcast services around the globe however if you love kind of funny and all of our shenanigans why not head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny patreon.com slash kind of funny of course keeps the mics and lights on it keeps all 11 of us employed it keeps kind of funny independent on patreon.com slash kind of funny you can get each and every episode of kind of funny games daily as a video as an mp3 ad free that's right no ads of course you'd support the show You'd have the ability to watch us record the other podcasts live as we record them a day early, like this afternoon's Kind of Funny podcast. Of course, you could get a bevy of exclusives like Kind of Feudy, uh, the Next Gen podcast, Greg Way, all there, 270-some episodes uh, right now that are exclusive to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, let alone the years of Patreon content we made before then. It's all up on patreon.com slash kindoffunny for your reward for saying, hey, kind of funny, we like you. We like you, too. If you want to go that extra mile, of course, you can use the Epic Game code Kinda Funny when you are checking out. It's our creator code. Uh, if you're playing on Fortnite, Rocket League, all that stuff on your consoles, you can use it there too. Wherever you can enter an Epic code, use ours. Kinda Funny. Fuck you, Fran. Housekeeping for you. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny review is up right now. YouTube.com slash Kinda Funny. And of course, the In Review podcast services. Timothy, you were on this one. How did it fare? Fantastic episode. Definitely yeah. should check this out. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we go full spoilers as we always do on mm-hmm, the review. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to watch the movie uh, without being spoiled, maybe don't watch this uh, yet. But uh, if you're not, if, if you're kind of just on the fence of like, you know what? I don't care if you're spoiled me, about this. I think this is a good episode. And uh, I think it'll. It might get you a little more excited for Indiana how does Jones. My, how, how, do, how do my physical comedy bits play? Very well. Excellent. Very, very excellent, well. Uh, two, I'm not going to spoil them. Bits. There's two in there. There's mm-hmm. two in there for your perusal and enjoyment, though. Yeah, but definitely go check that out. Indiana Jones in Review. A rare blessing appearance on In Review. Right. Always exactly. a pleasure. Excited to have him there and excited to see it. Uh, tomorrow is American Independence Day, so we're taking the day off. No KFGD or stream until we're back on Wednesday. So if you are out of America and don't understand why there's no content tomorrow... There you go. There you go. It's because freedom rang. We let freedom ring over here. You know what I mean? Ring a ding ding. Uh, next on this closing freedom. time. Oh, closing time. And then Joey puts in parentheses. Please sing the semi-sonic song. <sighs> closing time. Oh, it's not really in my register. You sound good. Did I? Yeah. Okay. Barrett hit it. <sighs> oh God. Oh God. <sighs> 
Ladies and gentlemen, it's Kind of Funny Games Daily. This is your housekeeping. Let's get up. Let's get right. Let's have a great Monday. This is the start of your week. If you aren't in America, we are sorry we won't be here for you tomorrow. If you are in America, let freedom ring. Closing time. Open all the doors and let you out into the world. Bear, can I get more volume? Closing time. Turn all of the lights on over every boy and every girl. Closing time. One last call for alcohol. So finish your whiskey or beer. Closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay. To take me home I know who I want To take me home I know who I want To take me home Take me home Closing time Oh, we're still going <laughs> Time for you to go out To the places you will be from Closing time This room won't be open Till your brothers or your sisters come So gather up your jackets Move it to the exits I hope you have found a friend Closing time Every new beginning Comes from some other beginning's end yeah, I know who I want to take me home. I know who I want to take me home. I know who I want to take me home. Take me home. This is it right now, ladies and gentlemen. This is Kind of Funny Games Daily. This is what Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny allows us to do. You thought this housekeeping bit would just be a section of this song? Not this time, motherfucker. We're all in because this is what Kind of Funny does for you. Sure, you could go anywhere and get the news. Is Rebecca Valentine doing karaoke in the middle of the story? I freaking doubt it. Don't even get me started on Lucy James and Tamar Hussein. Clowns. Jeff Grubb? More like Jeff Rub, Rub one out and never come back. You know what, what I mean? This is kind of funny games daily. The Supreme Court sucks. Expand it. Vote blue in every election. It's outrageous out there right now. Are you kidding me, man? Here we go. Closing time. Time for you to go out to the places you will be from. I know who I want to take me home. I know who I want to take me home. I know who I want to take me home. Take me home. I know who I want Again. to take me home. I know who I want to take me home. Take me home, take me home. 
Ben. How are you? Am I a good daddy? <laughs> God, I like to hear I'm a good daddy. Uh, what's your favorite car? Oh. Okay. <laughs> Closing time. Every new beginning comes from some other beginnings. And Greg Miller, everybody. You can go to carafun.com. <laughs> Have your own karaoke parties in the middle of your own news shows. This truly is the last call for our merch on the RT store. So BOGO, buy one, get one free with the code BONGOS through the end of the week. Bongo Remember, you can bongos. go to kindoffunny.com slash old store where you can close out all the old kind of funny merch. <laughs> We're just rolling into a different one. A hundred days made me older. That's not, I saw you pretty... All right, Bear, we can put up the old kind. We can put the... Bear, bear, bear's waving the mouse. The mouse died in the middle of it. Awesome. <laughs> Over on Patreon, a new Kind of Funny Next Gen podcast is up where the crew debates whether or not they could land a plane. <laughs> could you do it? I heard this conversation not on the show, but yeah. the the precipice when they were starting it. Yeah, yeah. Bless has been obsessed with this. Obsessed with the, with the prompt of if somebody... If you were on a plane, the pilot died, yeah. and somebody called you off the plane trying to tell you how to land the plane, could you do it? What's your answer? Yeah. Yeah? I mean, I, I think when I've talked to Blessing about it, and I, this is obviously, I've seen it on the TikToks too, where people are like, oh man, any, any guy thinks they could do it. It's just the idea of like, it's just, I, it's happened many times. Yeah. And so then it's just like, we, pl- Thompson did we, play enough vi- okay. we play enough video games, we do enough stuff where it's like, if you give me, I'm, I assume I'm going to have a lot of time up there where they're like, hey. You know, put in this, do that, autopilot that, and then here's what the rundown is going to be. Kind of like NASA. Mm-hmm. Click this thing, turn that thing, do this thing, and then they walk me through as I do it. I think I could do it. Yeah. I'm 50-50 on it. I would definitely give it a shot. I wouldn't well, want it Well, you don't even drive me. your own car. You let you make Kevin drive your car. No. Places. Like, there's some revisionist history going on with all this stuff. Do okay. I make Kevin drive my car, or does Kevin make himself drive my car? You know? Or does Bruce Wayne make Alfred, Alfred do the dishes, or does Alfred love doing the dishes? You, I, you know? know, I don't know. I don't know, but, you know, yeah. Every once in a while, <laughs> I'm like, I, I have to bite my tongue. I have to bite my tongue when it has to do with Kevin and cars. And I'm going to bite my tongue right now, Craig. He has many of them. Uh, over, I said, our new Patreon, or not our new Patreon producer, our Patreon producer forever is Delaney Twining. Thank you for your support. Today we're brought to you by BetterHelp, but we'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Six items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. Ben, can you say number one? Number one? Or was that just a no? I couldn't hear it. Okay, he doesn't want to be. Uh, number one on the Roper Report, PlayStation Mobile has lost another top executive. This hmm. is Andy Robinson over at VGC. PlayStation's mobile division has lost another top executive weeks after confirmation of a change of leadership. As reported by MobileGamer.biz. Mama. Mama's over there. You can go to her. Don't worry. Hold on. You want to run to Mama? Come on. Oh, your shoes. on the move he's on the move as reported by mobile gamer dot biz oh i guess yeah if you're an audio listener i've been holding my son <laughs> when there was like a baby voice in the middle of the karaoke version of closing time that was my child <laughs> as reported by mobile gamer dot biz michael cat 
cough, uh, who was the managing director of the recently acquired Savage Games Studios, has announced he's leaving the company less than a year after it was acquired by Sony. Quote, I'd like to believe I've done my fair part in taking the company from zero to one, he said on LinkedIn. Now, I'm eager to watch from the side as Najim and Mike take it from one to 100. In the same breath, I wish nothing uh, but the best to Oliver uh, Courtmarsh uh, and Chris Davis, who are leading PlayStation's charge onto mobile. Can't wait to play all the amazing games from all the fantastic developers, end quote. Although Savage is a relatively new studio established in 2020, it was co-founded by veteran game developer Katkoff, who's from Rovio and Zynga, uh, Najim Ajir, uh, Wargaming and Rovio, and Michael uh, McNannis uh, from Wargaming and Insomniac. Confirmation of Katkoff's exit comes just weeks after news of a leadership change at PlayStation Mobile. Nicola uh, Sebastini uh, was a high-profile appointment when he joined in 2021, having previously led Apple Arcade. Over the past two years, SIE has quietly built a team of experienced mobile talent, hiring people from Apple, Kabam, Meta, Tencent, Super Evil Megacorp, uh, that's a terrible name for anything in the tech, uh, Samsung, Niantic, Zynga, Riot, and more. Speaking during a business briefing last year, SIE president Jim Ryan said the company expected half of its annual releases to be on PC and mobile by 2025. Timothy. Yeah. We are... Having movement on a thing that hasn't even come to full fruition reminds me a lot of that That's New Moon Studios, where we've seen a lot of turnover there already from leadership and things happening as they haven't even put out their game yet. What do you read into it? I don't know. I mean, I think it's uh, not necessarily a doom and gloom situation here. Because yeah. oh, I yeah. feel like, especially with how they're talking about it here, about like the, the one to, zero to one, one to 100 thing, like this, and of course, people are, I mean, not of course, the fact that it is a positive exit, I think, is at least a good sign that it's not like, a, oh, man, I'm leaving this because it sucks or whatever, uh, which we do see a lot of as well. Um, I think that the, the PlayStation mobile offerings, they're in a, a tough spot where, like many of their other endeavors at this point, they need to get it right. And they've dabbled, and we've seen it before, like there's been PlayStation games on mobile, like to some extent, or at least the IP, um, but we haven't really seen the full four attempt at what we imagine they've been trying to do in the back end because we've been seeing them make these these hires over the last couple of years. Comparing it to Nintendo, who went so hard with Super Mario Run uh, being at the, the Apple Showcase uh, mm-hmm. years ago, mm-hmm. the way that they pushed that, trying something different with how games are monetized on mobile, it not necessarily working um, the way that they would have wanted it to, I think. Uh, but then to continue to see the success, obviously Pokemon Go being a different uh, conversation, but still in line with it of the IP being on mobile. But then going through to things like Fire Emblem Heroes and um, I forget the name of the RPG, um, Legalia or something like that. Um, that were, sure. were big successes, like major successes financially for Nintendo. Um, some of the more predatory sides of the mobile um, side of things, but money was being made. Um, and I mean, if, if could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure Fire Emblem Heroes is still like a mega popular moneymaker um, for them on the back end, which, of course, people are going to want that, right? Yeah. Mobile, huge space. We talk about it all the time. Of like, We I just mean, talked about this last week yeah. uh, for, at length. And I, forget, I think it was a blessing episode, or was it you and me? Uh, well, we talked about Niantic a lot. Yeah, okay. But, oh, yeah. It was the Niantic show, right? Where we were talking about like everyone trying to crack this and figure out what this does. And like the fact that, yes, for us in the hardcore space, console gaming and PC gaming that's what gaming is but for the rest of the world mobile is such a huge deal and everyone is still trying to figure out how to do that yeah so in the same way you see so much talk of cloud gaming and you know passes and everything else mobile is still a huge part for all of these companies it was talked about 
uh, Xbox Game Pass out of the documents in the FTC lawsuit, right? Of them trying to figure out how to do a Xbox Game Pass mobile that yeah. would actually be native mobile games. Which would be huge. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah, the PlayStation side of things, I think that there's a lot of potential here. And like, I, I think the important thing for people to know is that it's not in place of other games. This is an addition to. And it is about cracking that code of how do you take PlayStation IP and make them worthwhile experiences on mobile for people yeah. that either enhance it and just give more for the people that play games on PS5 every day, but also to get people that don't play games that way to know these characters and care about these characters so that when Last of Us comes out on HBO, it has even more of like an totally. understanding and PlayStation has more of like a market dominance across multiple markets. So anyways, I, I'm saying a lot of the background stuff here. I don't think this is necessarily bad news. I think that this is just par for the course of how these things go. Um, the fact that they're not totally giving up on it, I think is like a better way to look at this as opposed to like him so leaving. So let's job the other way from it, mm -hmm. right? Where again, I know nothing beyond what we've read here. And like, I'm, you know, even that I remember us not rolling our eyes, but hey, we're doing PlayStation Mobile. And I've talked before, like this is the matrix where mm -hmm. I remember being in the fucking audience at E3 one year when they're like, we're doing PlayStation Mobile. And then it, you know, did its thing and puttered out and did yeah. what it wanted to be. But so as you look around, right? Like it is the idea that the way this was launched, right? I'm over on mobilegamer.biz from December 6th, 2022. And they're right. They're like, meet PlayStation Mobile, a super team hired from Apple, Kabam, Meta, Tencent, and more. And Nicola, Nicola uh, Sebastini, right, is the first name that's in there that's mentioned for being there and stuff like that. And then, of course, you jump over to, uh, I'm on gamesindustry.biz now, right? And that's June 19th, 2023. Uh, PlayStation Mobile head departs. This is the story about Nicola uh, Sebastini leaving, right? And it's being the fact of like, you know, uh, to pursue new a new undisclosed opportunity. Whenever anybody leaves a company, you take it, you get the press release, we wish them well, I'm going after this new opportunity, blah, blah, blah. We've been on the other side of that, both where we're maybe we're working somewhere or it's the fact that we know the real story and it gets that nice little package thing, so it isn't it. I think it, we don't know what this is. This is a fucking coin flip right now of, yeah. yeah, totally. They came in, they did this thing. Another opportunity came along. It's that's the other thing too, where I, I, and I'm talking a little bit out of my ass here, but I do feel when you get into the Apple Google tech space, yeah. so much of that is moving to the next opportunity. Totally. You do it's one different. thing to do the thing, to move the thing, to do the thing. You, and you get in there and you do the work to build the foundation, yada, yada, yada. That's all true that they could be doing the foundation. They could be done with the thing. A better opportunity came along. People are still there, blah, blah, blah. But there is that other part of it, like, well, what is there writing on the wall? Is there the idea of, uh, that something's been said in a meeting or you're trying to get the resources you think you need to lead your team to make PlayStation Mobile a thing? And PlayStation is saying, no, that's really not it. And so you're there going, well, this isn't what I signed up for at all. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like that's probably the most likely outcome of this. Uh, just, But that's just because we know how games work. We know how the mobile space works. And I feel like with that... Looking at Apple Arcade, even like Apple Arcade, in theory, should have been endgame for mobile gaming. Like, hey, there's going to be money put into this. Sure. It makes sense. We're making it easy to be able to promote high quality games for, for people in one place on your iPhone that so many people have. And it's just going to be this nice, clean thing that, oh, you buy an iPhone, you get this free trial three months for you get Apple Music, you get Apple yeah. Arcade, you get all this other stuff. And promoting it that way and talking about that way, giving it that platform makes gaming more important than oh, hey, there's just a bazillion games on, on a store. Like, where do you... There's no curation. Yeah. That curation plus the uh, relatively, like, the, the value of the, the price tag associated, especially with the amount of free trials and all that stuff, that was, like, the best swing effort at making 
real mobile games a thing to gamers, and I don't feel like it did that. Right when we yeah. look, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we we've heard of any success stories um, from different teams that that work on on games on Apple Arcade, but I think Have overall, I, I mean, I feel like in terms of them making money, okay, <laughs> right? Like, I mean, oh, getting paid by Apple, yeah, sure, yeah. Uh, but then it, it feels like everyone's rushing to get off at the moment the exclusivity deals, and boom, they're they're on PlayStation, they're on Xbox, they're um, oh yeah, ev- for sure, for sure, right? for sure. Well, that's, just that's smart this time, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's not necessarily saying there's a, there's a problem there, but we haven't heard about Apple Arcade in three years. I get press releases all the time. We put them in the new dates, and none of it moves the needle. Exactly. So that and that, I think, is the thing. Is like they tried the thing. They tried really hard, and like in my opinion, like they kind of that was the best effort they possibly could have done. It just doesn't work that way. That the the market isn't looking for that. And I think on the PlayStation side, if they're not looking for that, then what are they looking for? And that is where I think you get caught at that crossroads of like what for people like us. Uh-huh. Like again, I've I've been playing mobile games more than ever at this point. Where I'm playing Marvel Snap still daily, playing Pokemon Go daily. I want to play PlayStation games on my phone. I don't know what I want though. I have no idea what I want. PlayStation boss Jim Ryan said in May, "Quote: PlayStation has a huge catalog of diverse first-party IP that can transition to smartphone gaming and competent. No, I'm sorry, and complement our AAA games or live service games." We're exploring the mobile market with uh, some wonderful PlayStation franchises, so please stay tuned. Uh, I mean, we can. I, this is from the uh, MobileGamer.biz article. Who I think I said who was wrote it, Neil Long, because now I'm actually reading from it. Neil, great work. This is the older one. Uh, this is his last few paragraphs, right? Because he said that, and then he goes. So let's finish on some speculation, shall we? Remember, NetEase invested over 100 million dollars in Bungie in 2019, and PlayStation bought Bungie earlier this year. Savage Game Studios, who, who again. This article I'm reading from Mobile Game, or is it the old one, right? This is the uh, thing that we're talking about right now, the Savage Gamer or Game Person leaving. Uh, Savage Game Studios has been working on a shooter too, a game later described as a AAA li- mobile live service action game when it was acquired by PlayStation this summer. A new, this is all speculation, a new standalone mobile edition of Destiny would be a landmark moment, wouldn't it? Some rumors point to be it being it being in production at NetEase right now, in fact. Whatever happens, PlayStation is getting ready to do mobile properly this time. As Jim Ryan would st- say, stay tuned. I mean, that, I think, is a, a very interesting side of this, where there is the Call of Duty mobiles, right? That are massive moneymakers in the same way the Call of Duty is pretty much anywhere that it is. But that game is different than what we think of as traditional mobile games. That's more of just a console game on mobile, right? Yeah. And I, I think that that's... And a, I don't think that's the right w- way. Like, I mean, well, it could be. And I think that t- this Destiny idea, like, definitely could be. It's just... We're not the audience for that, but there's a huge audience for that with Call of Duty Mobile making as much money as it that's does. That's a great point. You know? That's a really good point. And I, so that's, that's the thing where it's like, do I feel like Do you expect like the, the division, right. though, to do anything on mobile? Resurgence? No, but I think that that's even, that's different, though. I think Destiny could. Okay. Like I, and that, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I don't know what I want, and I don't want Destiny, but I do want Destiny on mobile for the people that would want that. Yeah. Because I, I feel like that, that makes sense when you look at PlayStation's live service plan that they seem to have the strategy that they're they're building towards like you want to be in as many platforms as possible and mobile there's millions of those out there totally so many of them so you're going to want that especially as we get more and more into this cloud future cloud present whatever it is um where again not every single person has internet but a lot of people do so those those are all people you can make a lot of money from and it's when you have your credit card and everything tied into your accounts, it makes it easier than ever to okay. just Apple pay, pay, click, pay, click, pay, click. pay, yeah, right? So I can see them wanting to do that. What does that actually look like? Is Destiny coming? I'd be surprised about that. 
But also, I think that is the best possible answer of what PlayStation can do on mobile for it to make sense. But treat it like a core game. Don't treat it like, oh, it's a mobile version of this game. Sure, of course. Yeah, yeah. And, but and that's just the... This thing's so fi- tough to figure out, and that's why people fail so much at it. Of like, what does a mobile gamer want? How can you get the console gamers to actually use the mobile and be, be the, the, the advice? This is not just an uncharted, endless runner. You yeah, know what I mean? Sure. Like, I feel like we've, we're past that era of yeah, 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 like, yeah. And there's no, no hate on that. I love some of those. Like, I think Sega is actually a really good example of a traditional gaming company that makes mobile experiences that are well suited to their IP. And they do it in multiple different ways, whether it is a Sonic the Hedgehog endless runner that's really good. Um, and I can stop you right there. Updates. Apparently, mobile game expert Nick Scarpino is uh, coming, waving his hand. Sorry, guys. Breaking news. Your son refuses to say my name. He just won't say it. <laughs> he calls He calls from TC. He'll say Uncle Tim. Yeah. He even calls Raj Uncle Raj. Yeah. And then when I say, can you say Uncle Nick? He goes, no. I refuse to. Raising them right. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? This jacket's a vibe. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. You guys haven't seen the back yet. If you're an audio listener, we're wearing a second two jacket here, Tim. is a chalk line jacket. It looks great. It looks great. Thank you. Thank you. It's a lot. It is a lot. And so is PlayStation Mobile. Uh, yeah, I'll be interested to see what comes from this, what they do with this. I want, yeah, you see these departures, and is that canary in the coal mine? Is it that, you know, they've already changed course? That's my, my again, with the Matrix analogy of just reliving the same cycle over yeah. and over again. Like, that's my big concern about this is that you feel at some level. There, to make this work, you have to make such an investment in it. And I think when you talk about stuff like that, you start talking about PlayStation Move. You start talking about get out of PlayStation. You start talking about Google Stadia. You start talking about things that companies enter into with the best intentions and the hope and the knowledge that there there is money in those hills. Oh, yeah. We could go. If we can crack this, we can go do it. And, you know, we talk about the articles I keep reading from over here, right? MobileGamer.biz, Neil Long's article from December 2022 begins, over the past 18 months, PlayStation has quietly been experiencing, 18 months from December 2022, Mm -hmm. that was a different world. Oh, yeah. The economic headwinds we keep hearing about that keep leading to layoffs, smaller teams, and tightening of the budgets and the belts and yada yada, like, when you start to stretch for something like mobile gaming... This is this is one of the first things I would think that okay, well we're slashing those budgets and cutting those projects and like let's do the, and then it's like if I'm one of these superstars of mobile gaming, I'm like oh fuck off, then I'm not doing this. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I'm not gonna sit here and not do anything. Absolutely. Having said that, I do think it requires these failures to actually get somewhere that works. I'm 100 with you. I, I just wish the failures got to fruition. Oh yeah. Oh I yeah. Killing sure. them in the crib before you get the chance to do something. Absolutely. Yeah. I just think back to uh, the 360 era where Limbo came out and it was this downloadable title. And it was like, man, this feels weird. Such a high-quality game, but like, it's not a real game. Can this be eligible for our game of the year? And now look where we're at. And I know that it's not an apples-to-apples comparison, but sure. I do just think like, it takes people taking swings and like, making some mistakes sometimes. Like, just look at the history of downloadable content uh, from Horse Armor and all of that. Like yeah. Prince of Persia, um, I forget the name of it. Prince of Persia, 2008. Literally not having an ending because they made you pay for DLC to get the ending of that game just to where we're at now, right? Yeah. Things just evolve and change. And I think that when it comes to cloud gaming in particular, like it, Google tried, man. They didn't succeed, but they did push the tech forward and they did get to a place where now, you know, Microsoft and xCloud specifically are able to be as successful as they are, which is very, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think on the mobile side, like we've seen so many success stories that it's like, again, the fact that, 
it's 2023, and when we talk about mobile games, we have to give the caveats of what exactly we're talking about. Sure. Because mobile games are not just Temple Run and uh, Subway Surfers and things like that anymore. In fact, in a lot of ways, they aren't. Subway, Jetpack Joyride. Uh, yeah, Jetpack Joyride. Ghostbusters uh, crossover is happening again. Subway, uh, Subway Surfers, I think yeah, is yeah, the Subway name Surfers, of it. Yeah, Subway Surfers, yeah. It's kind of my best friend. It's done. What's well, done? I didn't know that. Like, as of, like, two weeks ago. Like, oh, wow. They, yeah, they announced it's, like, it's, it's over. And it's like, yeah, that era's done. Like, people yeah. are playing legit Call of Duty on their phones. And yeah, of course. Going back yeah, to what yeah, I was yeah. saying about the Sega thing, it's like, in addition to the more old-school, traditional uh, mobile games, they also took their original classic Sonic games, like Sonic 1 and 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just, hey, here's just the, the game you know and love on mobile. And up until recently, it was the definitive version of Sonic 1 and 2. The only place that you could, like, get it in widescreen and, like, as good as it was. And... They're trying, and they're doing stuff that I think is very valuable to the um, to pushing mobile games forward and showing that, like, hey, traditional games can work here as well. Um, but again, I, I'm with you. That like, how did the I don't Sonic? How did the traditional Sonics do on mobile, though? Would be one of my questions. And I know you. Don't, I'm not ex expecting you have number numbers. I don't know, but I mean, I bought them. Okay. <laughs> like, I, yeah, like, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know, like the otherwise, but like I feel like with the amount Sega clearly is investing in mobile, the amount of updates they have, I, it must be working. Sure, that's a great point too. Like there, yeah. they, there's constantly updates for all of the Sonic games on um, on mobile, and like even Sonic, like the original, the Genesis games, they've had like four different looks and forms on mobile because like they update it as smartphone tech progresses. And I just think that where we're at with smartphone tech allows again a Destiny. I'm not surprised if that happened. I believe it. I believe it could yeah. run and be great and be a real experience, not just like a Destiny Lite. Well, yeah, if it's, and that's the whole thing is you couldn't do that. I don't. You, it has to be destiny, mm -hmm. even if that. I mean, like, it could be the dream that the Vita, God rest his fucking soul, yeah, had of like, oh, you're gonna take your Madden save on the go, your show save on the go, and it won't. It doesn't need to be the full featured thing, but it can be at least go through and play your thing, and you know, have the same save and exist in that same ecosystem. And to your point of like what cloud gaming slash remote play is, obviously, this PlayStation chases that with Project Q, like. That's the future if you want that kind of thing. You want it all to be dialed into the same thing, it, 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 similar to cross-progression with uh, Diablo 4, yeah. where I can put it, on, put it on Xbox, put it on all of it, and just jump and play and do all the same thing with my uh, Blizzard account, right? Like, that's what you want, and will that be what PlayStation's building? Will it just be Sackboy's big adventures? Sackboy, and they already did it, the Sackboy mobile game or whatever. I don't know. Uh, one quick, you're wrong before we get out of here. We asked, Dante the Clerk writes in, great name, by the way, and it says, the mobile game was Dragalia Lost, which I can't pronounce, of course, which is now closed. It was surprisingly fun, like a Nintendo Diablo. Yeah. There you go. There you go. We, of course, will keep our eyes peeled for PlayStation Mobile. But number two on the Roper Report is bad news, Barrett. I'm sorry. Barrett, I got some bad news for you. Oh, no. Psychonauts 3 isn't coming anytime soon. This is Ryan Dinsdale at IGN. Fans hoping for a Psychonauts 3 reveal shouldn't get their hopes up as franchise creator and Double Fine Productions founder Tim Schaefer has said it's not being worked on at the moment. Schaefer told Cressup on YouTube that Double Fine is currently in a closed door stage that isn't ready to talk about what it's working on. But he personally isn't working on a sequel to 2021's Psychonauts 2. 2021. Time. Yeah. Ha uh, quote. Yeah, I almost said hashtag. Wow. Quote, I'm not working on Psychonauts 3, he said plainly. We're kind of we're kind of at Willy Wonka closed door phase. Uh, but soon we could open and cause a lot of harm to the children, just like Willy Wonka. God damn it. Uh, this comes despite uh, what many thought was an obvious Psychonauts 3 tease ahead of X uh, the 2023 Xbox Game Showcase, though Schaefer insisted he didn't see it. A Microsoft Twitter account shared a tic-tac 
tow board that spelled out Psycho outside of the three crosses. Uh, many put this together to tease Psychonauts 3, but the Xbox game showcase came and went with no reveal. Yeah, not surprised. I am, you know, obviously we are in the tank for Double Fine. We love Double Fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been good to us. They're San Francisco-based. Tim's been good to me since uh, up at noon, even before that, just being at IGN. So in general, anytime they're doing anything, I'm excited for them, and I wish them the best. I'm very, very, very excited for this next game because this will be the first one right from inception that's been under the Xbox banner. Yeah. No, that has been with, hey, important. cool, We have a, you have a parent company, and not, not in the bad ways, in the ways of, like, just make a cool game. Mm-hmm. There isn't a rush to make something to, to, to make sure you can afford your rent, to make sure you can afford your payroll, to make sure you can take care of health care. This is just making something, and what is it? It's approved, and let's go, and, or whatever, they're, where they're at with the Willy Wonka phasing of it. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's so, so important specifically for Double Fine because they're a, a known quantity. They're a proven entity. They make fun, creative video games, and people love them, yeah. right? And um, they're also outside-the-box thinkers. Like, we look at, when I, I think about Double Fine, like, I think about them making documentaries, yep. right? About yep. the process yep. of making games. I think about them using uh, Kickstarter <laughs> to to make a game and then get doing it, <laughs> you and know? Like Fortnite, like, like when yeah. they take two weeks off of, it, of a big project to let, uh, you know, like other projects come to fruition and, and try out other things, you know? So exactly supporting all the, the, the many uh, different things that they do with the, uh, like the mix and things like that, like those type of uh, events of how much they always show up for Indies and day of the devs, all that stuff. Um, and then at the end of the day, it's also just them having like the creative talents that that team has and allowing them to just do that. And I feel like that's not that common in, in the game space. And oh, especially, no, yeah. For like they're that rare, you know, whether you want to say the double A, triple A, whatever it is, like whatever they are is unique and special. And that's why Microsoft acquired them. I, I mean, clearly, when you look at all the teams that Microsoft's acquired, I think Double Fine stands out in a in a in a very special way that I think fills out the Xbox um lineup in a great way. And I everything you're talking about about having the funding there, it's like and then oh the fig even it was the other thing I wanted to bring up. Like sure. they ended up sure, making their sure, own sure. um crowdfunding type thing to be able to support games that way. Um but I think that uh having the backing of Microsoft that we don't know all the intricate details. We learned a lot in the last week, but um <laughs> I would like to believe that Double Fine are one of the more well set up teams where they can just kind of come in and it is literally just the funding that they're allowed to just, what do you want to do? Cool. We're going to help you do that. You don't need to worry about all those other aspects now. Just worry about this. Whereas I feel like a lot of the other teams at Xbox would probably need a little bit more onboarding uh, when it comes to being part of the Xbox family and especially them being this deep into it, having released games on multi-platform. What is the first ground up? Hey, we're doing this and we don't need to worry about the funding and all that stuff game. I think, you know, the best way to put it, and you've, you've gone around it and I know you've, you've searched for the words for it, is I, th- I, would str- I would say that even when they were independent, Double Fine are true artists. Yes. And I don't mean it in a hoity-toity way. I just mean it in the way of like, Let's make cool shit. They're very media molecule in a way. They yeah. are Xbox's oh, yeah. media molecule, right? But it's that idea that I think, you know, now rather than be media molecule has been with PlayStation for so long, now you're with Xbox for the first time. And what does it look like to have your dreams funded, to have this ability to go make whatever you want to make? Assumedly, I know obviously Phil Spencer would have to approve the idea and yada, yada, yada. But you know what I mean of mm-hmm. like, cool, we don't have to worry about anything. What do we want to do? And what, what big game do we want to make? I would argue that they are a double A studio. 
in the past. They're an indie double A. You know, even if you wanted to get into that, they were the triple I, which is something that's gone around a mm-hmm. lot for independent developers, right? I would think this next game is a step above what they've done before just because of budgets and, and help and like mm-hmm. the ability to lean on Xbox for support for, or not, you know, not only HR stuff, but just game backend stuff. Yeah. So I'm super excited to see what that looks like and what that ends up being. Dude, totally. And well, like, Jack again, Black will be in it. When, it. when it comes to Delphine, it could be anything. Like, to try to guess what type of game it would be would be silly, but I am leaning towards it being a 3D platformer of some type, and I feel like Xbox could use those, and I think that especially with Game Pass, there's so much potential wins for their next game yeah, uh, to a level that potentially they've never seen before. And, like, they've had major successes, but I think that the next one, it could be a all hands on deck, all eyes on this, like, big Xbox showcase title. So Here's a question I have for you, then. Would you think that Xbox is turned to them with an IP? I mean, that's the thing is I, I don't think that's out of the question. I, I feel like Double Fine wants to make IP. They want to make their new thing. Yeah, 100%. They want Again, make, they're the artist. They're the they artist. want to have so, the original idea. But I look back at that, that. Remember that Sesame Street Connect game they did? Yeah, no, which totally. you might try to laugh me out of the room. was great. It was yeah, awesome. It no, was great. Dude, and again, sure. it was art of like, yo, there's this cool thing. Let's make something for kids because we have kids now. We like making kids stuff. Yeah. I, I feel like... Just using someone's IP does not mean that you're creatively, like, lost, right? Sure. You, you can make, oh, no, no, make no, no, your no. own thing. Look at Insomnia. Imagine a, a Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah, look at Insomnia. That's a great yeah. example. But, like, a double-fine Banjo-Kazooie, I think, could be awesome. But also, it could just be a double-fine new thing. Yeah. And that could be equally awesome. However, we all know that IP sells things. And if this one is going to be the biggest success they've had... They have a lot of fun things to play with over on the Xbox side of things. There's a lot of IP there that I think could be perfectly translated to any creative idea that they have. So I wouldn't be surprised either way, but I, I do think that they would push to do their own thing because they, they, that's what they do. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be excited to see what the new thing is when we get there, but we're not there. Instead, you're here, but why not go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny. Over on patreon.com slash kindoffunny, of course, you can get each and every episode of Games Daily ad-free. You can watch us record the podcast live as we record them a whole day early before they go anywhere else, like the Kind of Funny podcast this afternoon. And of course, you can get hundreds of exclusive episodes of content only on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. But guess what, Jack? You're not on patreon.com slash kindoffunny, so here's... A word from our sponsor. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that we've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break a pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked you can wear your shady rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase if you don't love your shady rays exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days there's no risk when you shop their team always has your back shady rays independence day sale is live right now you can go to shadyrays.com and get up to 50 percent off single pairs of sunglasses you can try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people again that's shady rays ShadyRays.com. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, 
you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we're back with number three on the Roper Report. Overwatch 2 won't get new story missions for multiple seasons after Invasion. This is Anthony Wood at IGN.com. Overwatch 2 likely won't get any further story missions for at least the next two seasons following the launch of Season 6 Invasion, according to the game's executive producer, Jared Noose. I just want to say that. You think that's a noose? Noose? I'm going to yeah. say noose. Uh, yeah. Well, well, guess. Ness. Seuss. Maybe it's get one. Well, well, it's not. Dr. Like Seuss. Is that how Seuss spells his name? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Dr. Seuss spells it. It is. You put a G. No, you're right. I guess. Okay, Seuss. Noose. Uh, don't expect the next round of story missions in the next season and the season after that or anything like that, commented Noose during a recent Twitch appearance alongside alongside streamer Emong, uh, reported by GamesRadar. Quote, it is very much like trying to find that balance between getting story missions in front of the players quickly because we love so- story stuff and giving ourselves enough time to make changes or add features, end quote. Uh, news uh, revealed during a separate Twitch stream in May earlier this year that Blizzard had outright canceled Overwatch 2's highly anticipated PvE hero mode, much to the chagrin of the series' many fans. Uh, the move was particularly frustrating as some players viewed the addition of PvE elements as a key difference between Overwatch 2 and its 2016 predecessor. Instead, Blizzard said it would focus on the release of story missions, which according to Overwatch 2 director Aaron Keller, quote, take place on huge maps with new enemies uh, while featuring fast-paced co-op gameplay along with cutscenes and story cinematics. However, the community was further incensed when it was revealed players would have to buy a $15 content bundle in order to partake in the upcoming story missions. Overwatch 2's next story missions are due to release as part of the upcoming sixth season of the team-based shooter titled Invasion, which is set to land on August 10th. However, judging by Noose's wording, uh, it seems likely or unlikely that Blizzard will release any more story missions in 2023. How is it that every Overwatch story sounds worse and worse and worse and worse and worse? It's wild, man. Like they, they just fumbled it so bad with like having one of the the biggest new breakout IPs that we've seen in years. Like yeah. maybe. I mean, honestly, probably like the biggest or at least like top five biggest new IP um, that we've had in so damn long. And then for the second game to come out and it just not hit right. The thing is, people are still playing. Like, yeah. it's, it's oh, like yeah. we, we, we see the numbers all the time and it's like it reminds me a lot of the Xbox conversation um, that we, we constantly have. But we, we've been getting a lot more of the numbers recently and it's like, all right, cool. Um, the Xbox is losing right now. They're still selling more than they were during the 360, which was their biggest generation. So it's like, who's really losing here? Mm-hmm. Games have just kind of like gotten so big. So looking at Overwatch 2 as, is it a success? Is it not a success? I think that it's not a success just in the sense of the conversation around it is kind of dulled. And if anything, negative. Um, even it, though it gave all the way it's goodwill. You know yeah. what I mean? It was that thing of, I remember when, it, when, when Lucy was living with us, right? Uh, and it was that, that was like appointment 
thing for her and her friends that they would, I think Saturdays, it would, they would get in there and play Overwatch for hours. And I remember that being a thing for Andy for a long time. Mm-hmm. And a whole bunch, maybe in Bless, yeah, right? Yeah. Where it was like people weren't only obsessed with it, but we talk all the time about games as a service and how you can only play so many. And what's the and people were it making time for that. Totally. They were making time for that over game. a consistent basis, over long stretches. Like it wasn't something you were doing just for a month. You were in if you were in. Hype, and new heroes, all of that. Totally have gambled that all away with Overwatch 2 is insane. It is. And uh, you... You look at Activision as a whole, and it's just, it's bizarre. It's weird. And, like, the amount of bad calls they've made from a gamer's perspective, like, I don't even need to get all the way into all the I mean, like, it all starts when they pass on Ghostbusters. We remember. Yeah, we'll never forget that. We want, it's not annualizable. Uh, what are you talking about, Bobby? But it's weird to think about Activision for the last 10 years or so, where, like, they used to have E3 presentations they weren't like big like press conferencey type things but like they would be at e3 in a major way and like the hangar and show stuff it felt like a presence you know and then over time they kind of just like it was just call of duty and everything became more and more just call of duty and then there was the blizzard side and i feel like blizzards like made a lot of bad calls recently of course we got diablo 4 right so it's like i would say they made bad calls you know, obviously with the whole Blitzchung stuff and, yeah. and Free Hong Kong, which of course Free Hong Kong. Uh, but it was that idea of leading into that and then obviously the whole toxic culture and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But it felt like by the time we got to Diablo, the Mia Culpas had happened, the, you know, the apologies had been put up, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. It's just with all of that. I think that takes away from obviously the horrible shit they've yeah, done. Yeah, no. Them. And then it's just it's a lot of like absolutely horrible shit. And then there's also just a lot of stuff that just seems like bad business decisions or not good dis- business decisions, bad like human decisions, human decisions, or like, or like, I don't, I don't even want to go that far. For we're talking about multiple things here. So we're talking about like, bad PR decisions yes. versus bad bottom line, all or that good stuff. bottom dot. But line I mean, decisions. I'm talking just making every one of these unique, talented teams a Call of Duty support team. Like yes. that decision sucks for the gamers out there. I guess it's good for Call of Duty gamers, but like that's a different conversation. We now look at this stuff with the Xbox acquisition. Oh, is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? They're not allowed to change their plans and stuff. I feel like we're kind of caught in that. And that's why a lot of this shit is weird as well. Sure. Like they, they just got to go about business as usual. Even if that usual business is a bunch of weird decisions, but I hope that they can turn overwatch around to be a major success again. I just don't know that that's possible. And I think that in a world where, like you were saying, you the know, games as a service, live service games, like there can only be one for people. Yeah. Um, I feel like the a lot of people have moved on from Overwatch and they're not going to go back. Sure. Yeah, I agree with that too. And I mean, I'm not an Overwatch player, but that would definitely seem the sentiment, right? Where I'm just like, okay, cool. Well, the one new thing you were going to do, you're not doing anymore. So why do we care? Why wasn't, why'd you put a two on this? Why did you do all these different decisions for it? Mm-hmm. But who knows? Maybe it'll reinvigorate the audience at some point. And if so, you'll hear about it here on Kind of Funny Games Daily. Number four, Nintendo is closing its subscription service for Switch repairs after one year. This is Tom Ivan at VGC. Nintendo is closing its subscription service for Switch repairs in Japan after just a year. Priced at 200 yen per month or 2,000 yen per year, Wide Care launched last summer billed as a flat rate repair warranty service that can be subscribed to at any time. However, as spotted by Perfectly Nintendo, the platform holder will no longer be accepting new subscriptions or contract renewals from August 31st, 2023. Products covered by the Wide Care, I'm sorry, projects covered by Wide Care include Switch and Switch Lite consoles, Joy-Con controllers, the Switch dock, and AC adapters. In addition to natural breakdowns, water damage, and accidental damage are covered. Uh, Nintendo never announced plans to launch the service outside of Japan. The company recently reported a slowdown in Switch sales by suggested, uh, but suggested no new hardware would launch before April 2024, by which time the current console will have entered its eighth year on the market. 
Following Nintendo sales updates, uh, Nikkei Asia uh, claimed to have been informed by a source close to the company that work on the next console appeared to be going smoothly. This is all weird. Like, okay. I don't know, even know why this is a necessary service to begin with. And it, it, just Apple Care, right? Like, yeah, yeah, but for a Switch, like that's, I don't know. It just seems... People are dropping them in Japan left and right. Yeah, They're getting I, water I don't know. damage left and this, right. This shit always rubs me the wrong way because it really just feels like it's taking advantage of people. I went off on my whole fucking GameStop um, diatribe a couple months ago, but like I, I was incensed. Incensed? Incensed? In- incensed. Incensed. Incensed, Greg. Yeah. Uh, that, they, that I saw somebody in front of me be, buy a video game and then be like, do you want to buy the protection plan in case the disc doesn't work? Literally go fuck yourself. Like yeah. that is, it's bad. It's disgusting bullshit that they're doing. This isn't, disgusting bullshit necessarily but it also just feels like i really don't know how necessary this is and i feel like for i mean it's like a lot of insurance right like that's just how that goes but something about this feels scummy to me and i just don't like it i think again like there's different use cases and i mean they're ending it so clearly it's not getting enough support so people saw through it or whatever but you figure especially when you want to talk about apple care for your phone you talk about this how many parents are buying a switch you know what I mean? You're buying your kid. I'm buying Ben a Switch Lite. I know his hands are always filthy, covered in banana or whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? Or he's going to drop it or spills water on it or do whatever. Maybe that's the idea behind it. But, but again, what I think you're doing there is taking advantage of parents at the register yeah. who are like, oh, sure, toss it on. I guess so. But yeah. yeah. You know. $1.50 a month, that's not bad. But yeah. it's like, I don't know. What are you actually getting for it? I, I just don't believe. I want to know the actual use cases for this of like, does, okay, it covers water damage. Does it cover banana damage? Or is there some shit where it's like, no, no, no yeah, it actually yeah, doesn't course. cover yeah. any of the things you're actually going to fucking use this thing for yeah, yeah, yeah you know but hey it's not happening anymore there Rest we go in peace um I, I saw somebody in the chat saying do you think that this is because they're gearing up for the next system i don't think so like i think that this new system is coming eventually apparently oh yeah i mean that that's for sure but i don't think that this is related to that at all okay well then number five on the rope report uh, Jujutsu kaisen game has been announced by our adam bandai namco showcase this is adam bankhurst at ign.com Hi, Ben. Uh, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen Cursed Clash, a brand new 2v2 action game, was announced at the Bandai Namco Summer Showcase 2023. Uh, this new game, which will be the first Jujutsu, is it Jujutsu Kaisen? Am I Jujutsu saying this? Jujutsu Kaisen. Jujutsu yeah, Kaisen, thank you. A uh, game to appear on consoles will be released in the future on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, and NS, Xbox One, Switch, and PC via Steam. Really uh, quick, I just want to give you the credit. You like you got really close, closer than I would have thought the trying, first man. time. Trying. And then you just you were getting further away. But I'm proud of you that first time. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate everybody knows I try. You know, yeah. I'm not good at it, but I try. Uh, the, all right, so the part. Uh, we weren't given a ton of details uh, beyond a gameplay trailer that you're watching right now if you're watching with us. Uh, but the footage shown, oh God, did sh- feature uh, fan favorite characters like Yuji Itadori, Nobara, Kugisaki, uh, no, no, uh, Kugisaki, uh, Megumi, Fushiguro, and Satoru Gojo. Oh man, the Gojo deal. The Gojo Empire. Oh, not the Gojo Empire. Uh, it was later revealed that players will relive must, much of Jujutsu's? No, no. Jujutsu. 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 Kaizen's story, which sees Itadori and other characters working together to, quote, defend humanity against monsters known as curses in modern-day Japan, end quote. There will be over 15 fighters to choose from, and the choice of who you put together will be an important one. This is because there will be a powerful tag, there will be powerful tag team attacks and combos, and certain character combinations will have, quote, unique synergies and power dynamics, end quote. I don't think I'll ever get over 
seeing like cell shaded games and seeing how so much good. that they've advanced. Yeah. Like, I mean, remember, even, you remember when that Afro Samurai game oh, dropped? That dude, was, like, we were all like, what? I mean, even before hell? then, like, I remember Simpsons wrestling on PS1. Sure. It was being like, sure, sure, dang, sure, man. Sure, sure. They did it. And then it's like, you look at that now, I'm like, oh, they did not do they it. They did not do it. Uh, but but uh, it <laughs> Auto Modelista. Shout out to Auto Modelista. Barrett, if you could pull that up on YouTube, I'd appreciate it. A U T O, next word, model, Easter. <laughs> Uh, but do you remember that one? No. It was like one of the big deal cell shaded games. It was a racing game on the PS2 era. What was it called? Auto Modelista. We're looking, um, for, we're looking for it. Anyways, it's, it's a beautiful game. And like seeing it up-resed, uh, uh, allegedly, um, in ways, uh, into like 4K, it's, it's a stunner. Like, yeah. It's beautiful, and I just feel like that's one of those art styles. I mean, Wind Waker, I think, is another great example, right? Sure. Just like gorgeous. That type of style just can like age very, very, very well. Um, and yeah, seeing a lot of these anime games. Uh, no, it's not this. <laughs> I'm at least a one. It's a lot of videos just looking like this. Dang, that's weird. Well, all right. But it looks good, mm -hmm. and that game looks good. So go get it if you want it, if that's your thing, if you love. Well, I'm going to take one more shot at it, all right? Jujitsu Kaisen. 98% there. God damn it. There we go. Here we go, Barrett. I put a YouTube link at the bottom of the story here. I need y'all to see this because it's... We're not going anywhere. ...really damn cool. Ben, watch this game. Uncle Tim loves this game. Hey, Ben, can you say Uncle Nick? That's pretty good. That was a good Nick. Okay, I'll give it to you. Tim, you sent me three hours of flying heart backgrounds. This is what I was sent. Sorry, it's sorry, sorry. Love and a... sex stuff this Wednesday, everybody. Hell yeah. Oh, you're doing another love and sex uh, stuff after yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it should be fun. All right, send you another link. You're all done? I know this is going on forever now. I feel I feel like it's not going to be worth it. But you know what? It's this is a be. fun show today. Don't oh, worry it about is. it. It, it is. is. Yeah, yeah, look at this, dude. Yeah, this is cool. This is a PS2 game. Uh, like Pillar 7, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like yeah. That, that, that whole style. But yeah, this one, I remember just being a really big deal because they were like, like wow, video games can look like yeah, this. they can look awesome. Yeah, um, and yeah. So shout out to cell shaded stuff. Shout out to that. And story number six: Ark Survival Evolved Remaster has been delayed to October. God damn it, Vin Diesel. Mm. Ryan Dinsdale IGN writes in and says the already messy situation around Ark Survival Evolved Remaster just got messier as developer Studio Wildcard has delayed the game to October, as reported by PC Gamer in an update on the Ark forums revealed. The push to October, but no specific release date was shared. The controversial move from Studio Wildcard to shut down the original game's servers has also been delayed to September 30th. The remaster, titled Ark Survival Ascended, will also receive a price reduction to $44.99, but those who buy it on day one will pay $39.99. The delay is a result of complications in working with the new engine. Quote, we found it challenging working with Unreal Engine 5.2, but at the same time, it is incredibly exciting, said Studio Wildcard in the forum's post. We're discovering new ways each day to push the technology to the next level, combined with the work needed to support a fully cross-platform moddable game ecosystem on consoles and PC. It's clear that we'll need a bit more time, end quote. Interesting. You know what stands out to me here? I got some questions. Taking the game offline and putting out a remaster version. Yeah, it's so bad. Not, not, all that stuff's bad. bad move. I also just, I want to know the strategy behind the decision of titling games. Oh, okay. Like remasters, remakes. And I'm not even talking about the, like, what's a remake? What's a remaster? Not even that. Why are they calling it Survival Ascended? 
Like, do you think they did like some focus group testing and they're like, just calling it remastered is not going to be good enough? Like, well, it's gone beyond evolving. Yeah. It's ascended. Yeah. It's just, I, I think back to Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Why do we need to have Insane in there at all? It's just, I get that it's like cutesy and stuff, but it's just like, sometimes I just feel like there's just extra words that I don't know at the end of the day if they're really helping that much as opposed to just confusing things. But this is a great question. This is a great yeah, topic. Know. This is a great topic. I'm trying to figure out who we could talk to about it. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got a lot of people at PlayStation, but I got to go through PR to talk to them. You know? Yeah, it's not fun. Yeah. I mean, Jen, Jen's out there with the kids. She's titled games before. Yeah. Jen! I'll, I'll yell for, I'll yell, this is how Ben yells for Jen now in the morning at 5, it's 5.15 sometimes, yeah. 4.15. Ma! <laughs> Ma! Jen, can we borrow you real quick? Come on out. Ben's fine. There's nothing sharp around here. Andy will watch him. Andy's got him. Sharp around here. Uh, you're going to sit down and you're going to explain to Tim some questions about uh, things. Uh, this is Jen from Pop Agenda. Of course, they help publish games and she worked at Square Enix before that. Wow. Get up on that mic. So, Jen. Hi. Yes. Games get remastered a lot, right? They do. How come some games have remastered in the title, but then some games get, try to get cute with it, where it's like Ark Survival Ascended instead of just Ark Survival Evolved Remaster or like... Mm, honestly, it's because the world is your oyster. You can rename yeah. anything you want, whatever you want, when you submit your So talk build. to me about then, like, games you've titled before or stuff like, you know, and I don't, I'm, I'm not going to name stuff in case you <laughs> don't want to get in trouble, but you've, you've been in rooms where games get titled before. Yeah. Like, do you ever have a weird conversation about, like, not Insane Trilogy, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy versus Crash Bandicoot Trilogy, but, like, what is, how, how, how much thought goes into the name of a game? It really depends project to project. Uh, there is some added marketing value or perceived added marketing value to make sure that people can differentiate both, even if it's just like an anniversary edition. Yeah. Or more often than not, it's just it contains, you know, content that people have played before, but you bundle it so it's more attractive. But it's, you know, th there's degrees of remastering too. It really depends how deep they go, but you, they can name it whatever they want. It's yeah. a field in the submission. That's, I just don't get it. I just don't understand. Like ascended just doesn't mean things to people. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I, I'm with you on the like, you, you want to maximize the branding and the yeah. marketing yeah. of it. This just, I feel like it adds confusion. It, maybe you, it's somebody needs to explain service? to you what it means. Yeah. Which, maybe like, the fans know. I, the I don't know what, yeah, I don't know what this can, this coming. Yeah, from. yeah. I don't know. Well. Anyways. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. We'll get to the bottom of this one day, everybody. But that day's so far away, yes. Tim. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grub shops, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show host each and every weekday. Yes. Today, Tales from Alteria is on PC. New dates for you? None. Everybody's taking the week off. I started mm -hmm. sending off business emails today. Like, oh, we're out. I'm like, all right, people do that. Uh, deal of the day says closing time. Please sing the scent. We're not doing it again. <laughs> this is truly the last call for our merch on the Rooster Teeth store. So, BOGO, buy one, get one with the code BONGOS throughout the end of the week. Remember, we have a new store at kindoffunny.com. I still have to do the show. The show's almost done. It's not all done yet. Uh, we have a new store at kindoffunny.com slash store, but that means the old store at kindoffunny.com slash old store. Uh, need, we need to move this merch, everybody. All right? So it's, it's BOGO. Buy one, get one free with the code BONGOS. Go there and buy everything. If you don't do this, Andy has to buy it all personally, and that's going to be a problem for him. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, of course, we ask people watching live to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. We are, we're fine. We're good. Nothing Nailed it. clear. We had the one that we did earlier in the show, but that was ask, asking because we knew we were wrong. So that's not mm-hmm. even, I don't even count that. That's a perfect game for us. Um, of course, ladies and gentlemen, this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday, we come to you with the nerdy video game news need to know about. If you like that, write in for free over at kindoffunny.com slash KFGD. Of course, give us your thoughts on the news. Give us your squad up requests and then of course come watch us live twitch.tv slash kind of funny games youtube.com slash kind of funny games then you have fun you're doing it live that's great you want to watch it later youtube.com slash kind of funny games podcast services around the globe if you want to go that extra mile and support everyone here including my son not even two years old, but Big he can't son. eat if you don't go to patreon.com slash kind of funny and toss us a few bucks. Do you want my son to not eat? Is that what you're saying right now, ladies and gentlemen, by turning your back on patreon.com slash kind of funny where you can get every show ad free and you can get hundreds of exclusive episodes and you can watch us record the podcast live this afternoon. You're saying Greg's son doesn't need to eat. Now, listen, I'll be I'll be damned if you're going to shame my son for his body. All right. Think about that. What? All right. You all oh, that kid looks like he's eating enough. Don't fucking think that way. All right. You think I've eaten enough? I'll let you know right now I barely get a meal anymore because I have to give it to him. I'm like Mickey in that one thing where I'm slicing the the bean. Remember when he's like, man, it was Donald Duck. You remember this cartoon? Yeah. <laughs> they, slice the bean. <laughs> they slice that bean so thin. So thin. Uh, yeah, I did the Patreon thing. Go there and do that. Um, let's run you through the host for the week. Remember, tomorrow is Tuesday and we are off. It is 4th of July here in the United States, so we won't be making a show. Wednesday, it'll be Blessing and me. Thursday, it'll be me and Tim. Friday, it will be Tim and me. If you're watching live, guess what? Show isn't ending. We're going to do our 30-minute post-show. Andy's going to come out here and ask us all of your super chats on YouTube. So, of course, if you're on YouTube.com slash Games, toss us a super chat right now so you can be part of the post-show as we bridge to the boys streaming some mass effect after this uh of course if you're watching live great you don't have to do anything uh if you are watching later or listening later of course you have to go watch i guess on youtube so if you're listening later go to youtube and do the thing anyways i digress for now ladies and gentlemen if you're not coming with us until next time it's been our pleasure to serve you